The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Gift with Robert Pruitt. This hour will motivate you to understand your significance and live your vision. It's a weekly discussion of a variety of topics designed to help you create a loving world through acts of service and more. Now, here is your host, Robert Pruitt. Happy Saturday or whatever the day of the week it is for those of you that are listening to the replay or have downloaded The Gift. Um, Thank you as always for tuning in. Thank you for sharing uh, the gift. I think some of you know that there are, this is one of four remaining shows, and then the gift, like a traveling carnival, will be gone. Um, so, uh, you know, I strongly recommend that you download all of these while they're free, because once they are no longer in the archive, uh, you'll be able to get them, but I'm going to charge you for them. So uh, get the gift, give it away, um, and continue to share the word because you should know by now this isn't about Robert Pruitt having a show as much as it is finding a creative outlet and avenue for sharing my gift. And so I have a guest, uh, I'm just going to call her Coach Mac to keep it real simple and short, who is uh, joining me, and before I welcome her officially to the show. I just want to say today's show is about self-love. Do I really love myself? And if you turn to your recollection of The Wizard of Oz and look at it through my eyes, uh, that story was about a young girl who was yearning to find her way in the world, uh, yearning to generate love, yearning for acceptance, uh, yearning for reassurance of who she was, what she had to offer. Um, And I don't know that that interpretation is unlike many of us. And I know, again, if it's my interpretation, then what I'm really saying is Dorothy was me. And I get that, and I take full ownership of that. But I'm inviting you to consider Are there moments or have there been moments in your life where you have been without love? And I don't mean love from family members uh, like Dorothy was looking for from her aunt and uncle or perhaps her mom or dad, because if you look at the story, there is no conversation about where her biological parents are. So maybe that's why she got into all the mischievous behavior and not doing farm work and walking on the fence while everybody else was, you know, doing work and then finally deciding that it would be better to run away than it would be to stay there and really fight for what she believed or what she felt she needed. So have there been times in your life where you did not love yourself? 
where your thoughts about who you are, that inner dialogue about yourself, which we refer to as esteem, was less than positive, or let's just be flat-out honest, where it was negative self-talk. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. Nobody likes me. Nobody cares for me. I'm better off not even being here, where that kind of thought was pervasive. Um, Other acts that would fall into the category of neglect, because where there is no self-love, there is neglect. Um, Not eating properly. Choosing not to get sufficient sleep. Um, Choosing to, you know, do things with your body that you know are unhealthy, at least for you, not by anybody else's standards, but you know that it isn't the best way to treat your body, whether it's smoking or, you know, whether it's doing drugs or whether it is, you know, malnutrition, just acts that take from the richness of the gift that is you. And so today's show is about bringing to one's awareness and hopefully by the end engaging in some act that allows you to nurture you, that allows you to engage in self loving acts and uh, and knowing that you know the gift is about our ability to serve others i can't give to you what i don't give to myself i can't share with you what i do not possess so if you are in currently in a conversation of neglect where their self-love is being neglected then I invite you to take a deep breath, blow that out, because this show isn't about guilt or shame. Matter of fact, that's what we want to lift, because those two entities in and of themselves can be abusive forces uh, to hold on to guilt and shame. And God knows, I know all about holding on to that and holding on to resentment, and I can't stand this person. The other person doesn't even know I can't stand them, but I know it. And I'm the only one that's going through life feeling tormented. So this show, hopefully, is about you clicking your heels and going into that inner space that Dorothy found, which is the only place love ever, ever originates from. And from a spiritual standpoint, because Coach Mack is a spiritual life coach and is a part of the Inner Visions family uh, that is uh, run and operated by Dr. Ian Van Zandt, you know, I can't take and won't take the spiritual aspect out of it. God is never outside of us. He's always inside. So clicking your proverbial heels is really just you realigning or communing with God to go in to get the instruction on how to live your life in a moment of tough circumstance, in a moment of trial, tribulation, where there's a problem, a condition, or situation. So again, this show is about you getting in tune with you getting in tune with that God space. And if you don't believe in a higher power, you getting in tune with the values that you say matter to you because disrespect is never a value associated with contribution and loving others. And so if it's not associated with loving others, it can't be associated with loving yourself. So having said that, Coach Mac, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. I am. Um, I'm real pleased that we had an opportunity to create this because I know you asked me about this opportunity. I say what back in February. Yes. Yeah, and so I want to. Um, I want to ask you this because we have. Oh, I don't know. Maybe about four minutes because I wanted to set the context in the introduction. 
That way I can be through and we can spend the rest of the show listening to you. Okay. Uh, share with us, since this is what you wanted to bring to the listening audience, what is self-love for you and why is it something that is a part of your daily conversation? Okay, well, I'll start with um, when I became aware that I, I was not engaging in self-love. Okay. I became aware um, over the summer, um, almost a year ago, I was looking at my bank statements, and I, I noticed that um, majority of my um, debit card purchases were going to fast food places. And then I recognized that I was spending money eating out, and I, when I got still and went into prayer and meditation as to why I chose or, or why this was happening for me, it was because that's how I used, um, that was my way of showing love to myself. I remember being a child, and I remember getting in trouble with my mother, <clears throat> excuse me, and I always knew that she wasn't mad at me anymore when, I, when she came home with food. I don't know where I got that from, but I told myself that if she came home with food, like if, if she had placed my brother and I on, on punishment and, and she left the, left the house and came back, and she came back with food, then we weren't in trouble anymore. And so as an adult, I, I began to use food um, to reward myself. Um, I engaged in conversation that was, oh, I'm depressed, I'm sad, let me go get um, ice cream sundae or some donuts. And so I became, when I had that awareness, I um, decided in that moment to do a 30-day no spending money on eating out fast. And so, and then that led into um, a focused process with two other classmates on really looking at self-love and, you know, how I, how I love myself and what that really entails. And so out of that, a personal definition for me about self-love is really um, the unconditional regard for the energy, the essence, and the presence of God within me. And so if, if I am made in the likeness of God and I am a temple of God, then it's um, important for me to nurture this temple, my body. And that includes um, on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Wow. I don't think Webster defines it like that. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I did my best to write that down. Unconditional, and this is what I got, unconditional okay. regard or energy, essence, and presence of God mm -hmm. in you. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You, you know, you know this conversation messing up my Starbucks folk. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I, I know some star. I know I got some friends that listen, you know, and they are Starbucks junkie. One of my friends, and I hope she is listening because I know she'll start laughing. This child, I didn't know Starbucks gave out a platinum card. Did you? <laughs> Seriously, I'm not joking. They have a gold and a plat or a <laughs> uh, a silver or something, but it's a gold plated, you know, Starbucks card for the amount of. Well, well, let's put it this way. The amount of money that is spent at Starbucks elevates your status. And I can only imagine how many of us, you know, have have acquired a gold or silver or platinum. What, what, what do I want to say? Um, 
love depletion card mm. Mm. where we are making withdrawals from our personal esteem account um, and just rendering ourselves null and void of, as you put it, the essence and regard for God, um, that, hey, I want to do what I want to do despite the lack of benefit. Well, everything we do has a benefit, but healthy benefit uh, to me that would have me think and speak, you know, as, as God would have me. And, God, again, God is God, love, light, source, Buddha, Allah. You know, we're not just speaking of the Christian perspective of what God is. When we come back, uh, and, and I'm glad you talked about the awareness and particularly the connection to your mom, I want to talk about what you needed to acknowledge. And then somewhere in here we're going to talk about G-string living because okay. I want to, you know, I want our people to take a look at are they living out of bloomers <laughs> or are they living free with the G-string? So you're listening to the gift. We're talking about self-love. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Who steps up following natural disasters to help those in need? It could be you. It should be you. It's time for you to step up and be the answer. It's time for you to become a student disaster relief volunteer with the National Relief Network. The National Relief Network helps student groups all across the country to bring aid to families who are struggling to rebuild their lives. Show the world what our generation stands for. Contact the National Relief Network. Call 866-2-VOLUNTEER. That's 866-2-VOLUNTEER. Or visit their website at nrn.org. You can help those in need. Gifts are made to be given away. Give the gift of service to transform this world into a healthier, more loving place. Log on to robertpruitt.com, a motivational speaking and leadership training company to help awaken your leadership gifts. Join other committed individuals and groups to continue the work of teachers like Jesus, Mother Teresa, and His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Gandhi. You are the gift that is needed to turn a vision into reality or to ignite a burning passion in others. Visit robertpruitt.com. Add your gifts of life and love to the world because you were made to share yourself with others. The National Student Leadership Conference proudly sponsors The Gift. From our career-focused leadership conferences to our alumni service program, the National Student Leadership Conference is committed to preparing today's exceptional high school students to serve their communities and the world. For more information on our career-focused leadership programs offered in 15 different career areas, visit nslcleaders.org or call 800-994-6752, 800-994-6752. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Gift with host Robert Pruitt. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Robert at robertpruitt.com. Now, back to The Gift. Welcome back to The Gift. We're talking about self-love with, uh, I can say, 
my newly acquired friend and my uh, student as well through InterVisions, uh, who is a powerhouse in her own right, and she's only my student in that she is in a third-year program uh, with InterVisions Institute. And um, she is sharing with us her personal awareness and reflection on self-love. And I'd like you, Coach Mack, to just take us a little deeper into what you needed to acknowledge regarding your mom's punishment when you and your brother would act a fool and she'd punish you and your association between receiving punishment and then mama coming home with food meant somehow, you know, the punishment was over. It's great that you had the awareness, but I've said in previous shows that there are four steps that are associated with change, and step number one is awareness. So step number two is acknowledgement. What did you need to acknowledge uh, that helped to create a shift from a lack of love to choosing self-love with greater frequency? Well, the first thing was that I had that I needed to acknowledge that um, I made it up. Um, <clears throat> my mother <laughs> never came home and said, <laughs> "Here's your donut," or "Or here's this McDonald's." Um, you're no longer on punishment. Um, <laughs> that was just something that I told myself um, very early on in my childhood. And so, once I had that acknowledgement that this is made up, and that I have chosen as an adult to to continue to um, perpetuate that belief. So now now I, I get the opportunity to make a new choice in the moment. Okay, so for example, um, here's a, an example of a situation that I had um, slightly right after I acknowledged that I had made up that belief. I um, was participating in a weight release, and um, I had chosen to no longer eat white sugar. And so my, I call it my quote-unquote drug of choice as it relates to the food is sweets, like pastries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had released white sugar. And this particular day I had um, had a craving for potato chips and dip. And it sent the red flag up for me because I don't crave salty things. And so when I got still and checked in and said to myself, okay, what's going on? Why, why do you want these chips and dip? That's when I realized that my mind was, I guess, trying to trick me into eating something. And then when I took it a step further, I looked at I was upset. My supervisor had made me upset. And so instead of handling the emotions, I chose to eat. And when we eat things um, like salt and spices and sugar, it gives us a false positive. It tricks us into thinking that we feel better. And so then we don't really handle the issue that's really going on. Mm. And so my clever little mind had tried to come up with, you know, get me to eat some salt instead because, (laughs) you know, I knew that I wasn't eating sugar at, at that particular time. And so even now it's still, um, a day-to-day struggle, or struggle isn't the right word, but it's a day-to-day choice. Moment by moment, I have to make the choice on, okay, why do I want this? Do do I want this because I I just genuinely want it, or am I covering up something deeper? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And let me 
<laughs> yes, because this is where my head is, and I okay. love the use of the word cover up. Cover up. I know that the name of your company is? G Street Living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let me, let me talk about a moment where there was no self-love for Big Daddy Robert Pruitt. Uh, this, there was a, a period when I was in Pittsburgh, and I got up to, uh, I weighed 254 pounds. Now, I'm 6'2", evenly distributed in, you know, in my measurement, so I don't have a short torso and really long legs or vice versa. So weight distributes over me in a way that just doesn't appear. Nobody would ever guess that. People barely guess that I weigh 200 now. They want to start at one something. I'm like, just give me my prize when I go to the amusement park. And I was in a very dark, dark place, not suicidal dark, just dark and, okay, life is just hard. It's just always going to be hard. I suck. Life sucks. So every once in a while I'll be able to smile and get a little chuckle in, but for the most part it's just going to be a hard road to talk. You know, that's, that was my outlook on life. And so I packed food on. I was also a uh, supervisor at the Carnegie Science Center in Pittsburgh, and we used to do professional cooking shows where we'd make German sweet chocolate pie and homemade, you know, French braided uh, pizzas with pesto. Mm. And, of course, I could hide behind, oh, no, no, you know, I do cooking shows. But when you looked in my refrigerator, I had pizza dough, I had cookie dough, I had bread pudding dough, I had German sweet chocolate pie in there. Forget vegetables. All of that stuff was <laughs> in the refrigerator, so I packed on. And then the way to mask it, using your word, was to cover it up. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my goodness, what a double XL, what, you know, the wonders of extra large clothing. <laughs> Inelastic. <laughs> yeah, hello? You know what I'm talking about? So this is, and, I, and, I, and I'd almost like to go to break on the G-string, because one of the things I think we get to offer to the listening audience is mm-hmm. where are you saying that your actions are loving but you're covering it up with something else. You know, it's the proverbial, it's still doo-doo, um, it still stinks, but you're covering it up with, you know, some some lotion from Bath and Body doesn't change the essence of what it is. <laughs> and so for me, to reduce that weight, and it brought me, ooh, I don't know, to about 96 when I finally got down below 200 pounds, I decided I was going to go and get some Speedos, and I needed to be aware that I had a habit of covering and then to acknowledge that the covering was just masking other things, that it was a lie, that the covering was unhealthy. And I didn't go to G-string Speedo. I just had on regular Speedos. But you take, I look like a polar bear with, with, with briefs on, and I decided, okay, I get to walk from the men's locker room out to the pool every single day in this. Not because I think I look good in these, but because eventually I want to get to a place where when I put these on, I know I look good for me and that they fit properly. So talk to us about G-string living in the next couple of minutes, because I know that's about opening yourself up. Hmm. Yes, um, G-string living is um, belongs to God. God God birthed G-string living through me um, almost two years ago. Um, it was based on an assign on an assignment, and um, I became aware that I had been living my life closed in, um, hiding who I was for fear of what other people would say. <clears throat> and when I acknowledged that 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 was going on for me. Um, I had a divine um, assignment given to me by um, 
Mama Ia, um, also known as Yama Van Zant, that led into um, the birth of G-String Living. And G-String is an acronym for gracefully standing true, receiving inner guidance. Um, the receiving has been changed to, um, rec- well, initially it was reclaiming, excuse me, it was reclaiming inner guidance because at the time when G-String Living was established, I wasn't listening to the God within. Okay. I wasn't listening to my intuition. I was just doing and doing and doing. And so over, over the last two years, um, it's been shifted to receiving inner guidance. And it's really about living your life authentically. Um, for me, the visual picture of how I was living my life were the bloomers, you know, the panties that come to your knees, that come all the way up to your, your bus line. And when I think about applying that to my life, it, it matches, covered up and, you know, hidden, tucked, un, tucked, you know, tucked under. But when I thought about how I wanted to live, I wanted to live fully exposed and open and carefree, and uh, G-String provides that <laughs> for us women who choose to wear them um, because it, the G-String doesn't cover up much, and you're just open and exposed. And... Um, G-String Living is really a self-discovery guide to living your authentic self. And so I have had the pleasure of really allowing God to reveal to me what it is that G-String Living consists of. Um, I find it ironic and interesting that God would give me a name of a business called G-String. Most people, when they hear it, they initially think it's a porn <laughs> a porn right. thing. Um, but I... But what's interesting about that, about G-String Living, the name, is that I'm, my friends call me the Black Martha Stewart, and I'm, it's so creative. And it shows that God can be in anything. Yeah. That God can, if God can give me a company called G-String Living, then God is present within me, he's present within you, and even he's, he's even present in those who feel like God is not present within their lives. And um, God has has really led me um, to share G-String Living with the world, um, to support people and really discovering and embracing and living as their authentic selves. And I am just so amazed and blessed to have the opportunity to share it with everyone. And isn't it great that living with your being authentic Mm -hmm. means to be true in mind, body, and spirit, you know, to true to yourself in those areas, and that authentic living is an act of self-love. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> uh, is, absolutely. But I think one of the challenges that comes into play, Coach Mack, is that in order to be authentic, you've got to trust what you innately know. Mm. Um, and a lot of us, you know, I know because... I made lying covering up, because that's what lying is. It covers up, mm-hmm. um, you know, putting on the the metaphorical double X shirts and pants to cover up my truths um, or my weaknesses or the places where I needed help made it difficult for me to trust the all-knowing voice, whether it's, you know, we're talking about God's voice or the information that has been planted in me. And everybody has that information that tells you something as simple as go back in the house and grab your umbrella. And you go, nah, I don't need it. It's sunny. Only for you to go out and get caught in the rain later. And remember, of all the things you could remember, 
the moment where you said no yes. to that simple voice. So, you know, when we come back from break, I want to talk about acceptance. Okay. Because it's great that you were aware that you were covering up, mm-hmm. and it's great that you acknowledged it, but to accept it, to embrace it in a way where there's no guilt, no shame, no resentment is part of the self-loving nature of change or associated with change. So let's talk about that when we come back. You are on the air with Robert Pruitt and spiritual life coach, Coach Mack, and uh, we're going to talk more about self-love on the other side of the break. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The National Student Leadership Conference proudly sponsors The Gift. From our career-focused leadership conferences to our alumni service program, the National Student Leadership Conference is committed to preparing today's exceptional high school students to serve their communities and the world. For more information on our career-focused leadership programs offered in 15 different career areas, visit nslcleaders.org or call 800-994-6752. 800-994-6752. From the vantage point, Mafatu saw six war canoes drawn up on the beach. But what held the boy's eyes in awful trance were the figures, the eaters of men, cannibals. Mafatu watched the strange scene, powerless to move. In that very instant, he heard a crashing in the undergrowth. Four figures were tearing through the jungle. He turned and ran blindly down the trail, thinking only of its canoe. If only he could reach it before the savages overtook him. Explore new worlds. Find out what happens next by reading the book Call It Courage by Armstrong Sperry. For other great book ideas, visit literacy.gov. A message from the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Gifts are made to be given away. Give the gift of service to transform this world into a healthier, more loving place. Log on to robertpruitt.com, a motivational speaking and leadership training company to help awaken your leadership gifts. Join other committed individuals and groups to continue the work of teachers like Jesus, Mother Teresa, and His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Gandhi. You are the gift that is needed to turn a vision into reality or to ignite a burning passion in others. Visit robertpruitt.com. Add your gifts of life and love to the world because you were made to share yourself with others. Haiti has been hit hard by a massive earthquake. Hundreds of thousands of children and families are suffering and without basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene to save lives. Your donation is urgently needed. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Gift with host Robert Pruitt. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Robert at robertpruitt.com. Now, back to The Gift. Welcome back to The Gift uh, with my guest, Mac, spiritual life coach. Um, we are having. I'm. I'm really enjoying this conversation on self love, and we're using what I call the four A's that are associated with change to move through this conversation, so that there's the awareness of 
what we are doing or the behaviors and thoughts that we're engaged in that are not loving. And then we can acknowledge that in your case, Coach Mack, you know, spending money on fast food was a way for you to cover up and mask the inner turmoil, confusion, conflict, situations that you did not want to address. And so when you made a conscious decision to eradicate that because for you it was not a loving act, then it moved to where I think we are now, which is acceptance. It's great that you were given, you know, spiritually guided to a title called G-string living, and let me make sure I have this correct, gracefully standing true, receiving inner guidance. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay. So you got that. Yes. Um, And the beauty is, as we always know, vision is birthed from dissatisfaction. (laughs) So isn't it perfect that you were dissatisfied with the ways that you did not love yourself, and in the ways you know, that you were profoundly covering yourselves up, liking it to bloomers versus G-strings, and that God would place, Spirit would place on your heart the concept of G-string living um, that has you stand true in integrity, which is a loving act. Um, But talk to me about, talk to us, how do you accept it? How do you accept that you've been covering up? How do you accept that the bloomers that you wear for the brothers, the, the whitey tighties and BVDs that the brothers be sporting, you know, really might not be what we want to sport? And I know there's, there's some guys that will argue, you know, I'm not trying to put on no thong. That's not what this conversation is about. Um, but rather that there are ways in our lives that we are masking pain, masking hurt, masking trials and tribulations, masking weaknesses. Um, But how do we accept that? Mm. How did you accept it? Well, I think I think it's worth noting, too, that for some of us, we the masking may look like um, seeking external, like we use external things to to cover. Um, a specific example for me, or I think where it really started to change for me was, um, as I shared with you, the food eating um, and my drug of choice being the sweets, um, naturally I, I gained weight, especially from um, college, from when I graduated from college. And so with that came a dissatisfaction with my body. And one of the things that, that I considered my best feature at the time was my hair. I had hair going down my back. And, you know, for black women, it's um, our hair, we're taught our hair is our pride and glory. And so I began to, um, in my head, I began telling myself that the hair would distract people from seeing the extra weight that I had put on. Mm. And so, you know, I was known for my hair all through college. I was known for my hair after college, and everywhere I went, everyone loved my hair. (laughs) And so very early on, um, going back to receiving inner guidance, Spirit had told me to cut my hair. But I didn't because I had attached to I'm beautiful because of my hair. I will only be seen as beautiful because of my hair. And so in the, in, it was actually on September 11th of 2008 that I cut all my hair off. And so for me, I fully exposed myself. That was accepting the truth of who I was. So with me cutting all of my hair off, there was, 
I don't know why I thought, you know, I'm five foot eleven, um, and at the time I think I weighed um, maybe two two fifteen. I, I I'm not really sure um, what my weight was at the time, but it, at the time I weighed well over what what I, you know what was healthy for me. I don't know why I thought all of that hair would cover that up. <laughs> like I had convinced <laughs> myself, if I you know had the long beautiful hair, no one would know notice the weight. Right. And so cutting the hair was really instrumental in me accepting who I was because it was my face, you know, the, the thicker cheeks was now really, you could really see it now. Um, and then that really began the, the the start of, you know, engaging in the weight release program and being fully conscious of what I'm eating and why I'm eating it and just really checking in with my emotions and um, dealing with the emotions, um, maybe using journaling or um, exercising as a way to move through the anger or the emotional upset as opposed to the food. Yeah, see, that's, uh, this is a powerful awareness because I think sometimes we don't get you know, whatever we do in one area of our life shows up in all. Maybe not to the same degree, um, but it shows up in all. And so for the listening audience, I know that there is an enormous high school and college population that listens to and downloads these shows. And I want to make it clear that if there are places where in their lives where they're not loving themselves and then they become head of student government, Mm -hmm. the lack of love will still be there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, (laughs) Um, yeah. And it can taint the organization because, again, you cannot give to others what you do not possess. For the parents that listen, if we continue to mask, our weaknesses, if we continue to mask our hurts, that that shows up in our parenting. And if for no other reason than recognizing that our children, as you so aptly pointed out, Mm -hmm. interpret our behaviors in certain ways. And sometimes the interpretation is spot on and accurate, and other times it is just as off point (laughs) as it could be. (laughs) Mama mad, brought home food, she must be okay, Right. But the reality is the children are watching and learning behavior from the parents. So if everything is okay and there are no dramas, then my interpretation could be whenever I experience drama conflict situations that I don't bring them up because nobody in my household ever brought up conflict or problems. Nobody ever talked about addressing emotions. And you've mentioned that since the first segment addressing or exploring or experiencing the emotion. And I know there are people, the one thing that they'll tell me is, I don't like to cry, I don't like to show emotion. I'm like, okay, uh, crying is not an emotion. It is a display, and I get that. But see, now you're still covering up even at 17, 27, 37, 57, 67, because somewhere there is a faulty interpretation that said showing tears is a sign of weakness, and so whenever you know people are experiencing that and immediately shut it down, it is an act that is incongruent with self-love. 
Yeah, but like what you're know. saying, Coach Mac, is that to experience it and to accept all of the emotions that came with the interpretations, all of the emotions associated with covering it up, as well as all the emotions associated with putting on bloomers, and you're going from bloomers to G-strings, and in my case, let me tell you, there were some emotions when this big polar bear came about that restroom, the men's, the men's <laughs> locker room, to get into that pool. And the men's locker room door was no more than six feet from the edge of the pool. And I, you would have sworn it took me a mile to get to that water. Because all I wanted to do, since I was barely almost naked, was have the water cover me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even in my efforts, to do what was loving, I had to accept that there's still a pattern of sabotage at play and how powerful it was to begin to release that with each stroke and over the days and the weeks. And then I remember what it felt like one day when I looked in the mirror and there were two moments. One, I looked in the mirror and I was down to, I don't know, 205 pounds, but I still saw the guy that entered the pool at 237. Yeah, I know I said 250 earlier, but by the time I started this, I was down to 237. So I still saw the old me because I had not accepted the change that was before me. And so, again, you know, what you're bringing up is insightful um, because it is a release, um, and it's a release from what is unhealthy. It is a release from what is habitual. It is a release from what is detrimental. It is a release from what is unloving. And when you can release what's unloving, you can only pick up its opposite. That's the beauty. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can pick up other unloving things, but I'm saying if you're releasing yourself from all the unloving things, its opposite is what you pick up, which is a loving thing. And so, you know, I know when we come back on the other side of the break, uh, we're going to have a few minutes. And and I want you, if you will, Coach Mack, to share – one or two or whatever God has laid on your heart to share, um, some specific actions that we can take uh, that support us in creating a new behavior. And I know that we're still talking about your story and you're still living in your story of change and new behavior. Um, And one of the things that at least I want to make clear before the break is that once you become aware acknowledge, accept, and then act in a way that is loving. The old trains of thoughts don't go anywhere. <laughs> they sure don't. <laughs> they do not. So, y'all, please hear this. This conversation isn't about once you create a new act, I don't love me anymore, goes anywhere. No, you may not choose it with great frequency anymore, but it is in a file folder under the I'm stupid as hell category. When you pick that up, that's what's going to be in that file folder, and it's always about a choice. Self-love is a choice that you make from moment to moment. When you come back after this break, we're going to wrap up with Coach Mack and get some words of wisdom from this spiritual goddess, this uh, divine diva, what, Uh, and this spiritual life coach. So we'll see you on the other side of the break, listening to The Gift on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Gifts are made to be given away. Give the gift of service to transform this world into a healthier, more loving place. Log on to robertpruitt.com, a motivational speaking and leadership training company to help awaken your leadership gifts. Join other committed individuals and groups to continue the work of teachers like Jesus, Mother Teresa, and His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Gandhi. You are the gift that is needed to turn a vision into reality or to ignite a burning passion in others. Visit robertpruitt.com. Add your gifts of life and love to the world because you were made to share yourself with others. The National Student Leadership Conference proudly sponsors The Gift. From our career-focused leadership conferences to our alumni service program, the National Student Leadership Conference is committed to preparing today's exceptional high school students to serve their communities and the world. For more information on our career-focused leadership programs offered in 15 different career areas, visit nslcleaders.org or call 800-994-6752, 800-994-6752. Who steps up following natural disasters to help those in need? It could be you. It should be you. It's time for you to step up and be the answer. It's time for you to become a student disaster relief volunteer with the National Relief Network. The National Relief Network helps student groups all across the country to bring aid to families who are struggling to rebuild their lives. Show the world what our generation stands for. Contact the National Relief Network. Call 866-2-VOLUNTEER. That's 866-2-VOLUNTEER. Or visit their website at nrn.org. You can help those in need. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Gift with host Robert Pruitt. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Robert at robertpruitt.com. Now, back to The Gift. Welcome back with my guest, um, spiritual life coach. Coach Mac, uh, Coach Mac, do me a favor. Before you give us some actions that we can take, um, self-loving actions, please slowly and clearly give us your contact information. Okay. My um, website is www.gstringliving.com. So that's G-S-T-R-I-N-G-L-I-V-I-N-G.com. My email is coachmack, C-O-A-C-H-M-A-Q-L-E-E-L-E, at gstringliving.com. Wonderful, wonderful. And there's no hyphen, there's no G hyphen string, just G no. string living, just all G one string word. string living, one word. Mm-hmm. Okay. So give us tips. What, what, what do you have for us? I have some tips. Okay. So, um, well, first, if um, Spirit has given me a self-love commitment to share with everyone, so if someone would like to have the actual self-love commitment, they could email me directly at coachmacelly at gstringliving.com, and I would be more than happy to email, them, email that back to them. And it's just a commitment that you just make to yourself. You, you, you print it out and you write your name and you commit on a certain day that you would, you know, and it, it lists everything there. You just read it and then you sign it, and then we just ask that you just paste it in a prominent area on your refrigerator, on your mirror, in your car, um, just to remind you 
that you have committed to self-love. Um, something else that someone could do is that they could look at their life, um, and if it seems overwhelming to them, they could just pick one area in their life and decide, I'm going to engage in self-love in this area. Or someone could choose to engage in one act of self-love a day. And it could be as basic as sitting on the couch and watching your favorite TV show, reading your favorite book, um, going to get a pedicure or going to get a massage, or, you know, if there's something that stresses you out in your life and maybe not engaging in that for a certain period of time, if you get stressed out because your your phone constantly rings, maybe you could turn your phone on silent for 10 minutes a day. Self-love is very easy to engage in. It doesn't take a whole lot of time and a whole lot of thought and effort to put into it. It's just about making a choice to um, honor what you want. There are a lot of us, especially women, who um, go throughout our day and we never do what we want to do. We, we're always um, doing for others and giving to others, and we put ourselves last. So, so maybe your self-love could be to engage in one thing a day for yourself, or it could be to say no. Some of us have a problem with saying no to people, so um, maybe you, you say no to everything. Be like a three-year-old. Three-year-olds are really easy or really quick to tell us no to everything. So are my six-year-olds. <laughs> or um, something else that could work, too, is um, one of the things that I realized was that I um, was so outwardly focused that I was doing everything for other people. So I put myself on a helping fast where I couldn't help anyone for, I think it was 21 days. Mm. Even if I was standing in the grocery line and the person in front of me dropped their keys, I couldn't pick them up. Because in that moment, I, I would have to deal with the, the thoughts that came of what I was, per, you know, perceiving she may be thinking about me mm. for not picking up her keys. And so I, it really taught me a lesson. And I, one of the awarenesses that I had as a result of that, of that, that self-assignment was that I often give help to people when they don't ask for it. And so, um, and, and 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 a very poignant way of saying that is imposing your will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You call it being helpful, but it's an imposition. Yeah, and then I um, I also think too that if if a person identifies their own vision, their life's vision, that's a, one of the highest forms of self love. When you identify what your life's vision is, and you are moving towards that. Um, I think it's really imp- that really supports in a person embodying self-love and living their life in that way. So if there's anybody who's listening that is not really sure on how to find their vision or how to step into that or even how to practice self-love, they're more than welcome to email me. Um, I coach around self-love, and so um, they, they're more than welcome to email me and we could have a conversation about this and see if coaching will work and support you in um, really fully standing in self-love and embodying self-love. Um, and Inner Visions, which is where I attend school for my coaching, is having a Wonder Woman weekend at the end of this month, at the end of April. And if there's anyone who wants to, who wants to go to a conference-style setting to fully um, – see about themselves, they can attend Wonder Woman, and the InterVisions website is 
www.innervisionsworldwide.com. So again, that's www.innervisionsworldwide.com. And your personal information one more time before more time. I let you go? Yes, it's Coach Mac Ellie, so that's C-O-A-C-H-M-A-Q-E-L-E at gstringliving.com. And that website one more time? www.gstringliving.com. And let me no ask you, we have about three minutes. Okay. Um, talk to us, because I know you, didn't, didn't you attend Wonder Woman? I have not attended Wonder Woman. Okay, got it. Because I wanted people to understand that if they go to the website, they can get information about the conference. And I know a lot of my listeners, because uh, you know I've got listeners from around the world, know uh, Dr. Yanla Van Zandt's name, know who she mm-hmm. is from TV, radio, or reading her books, or some combination. And I just want to stress, if you are intending to go to that conference so you can see Yanla Van Zandt, don't go. Don't go. Because <laughs> that is not a self-loving act. Exactly. <laughs> that would allow, you know, you could appreciate her. But Iyama's pretty much handling her self-love. <laughs> so mm-hmm. while she would, you know, bathe in one's acknowledgments, what she wants most is for people to, you know, to strengthen their spiritual relationship such that it shows up, God shows up in them when they show up and live their vision. So I'm just, please don't get starstruck because now you got the website and you've been reading her books and now you get to see her. Because the issue is not Ia. The issue is the inner dialogue you've been having based on some faulty core belief. And you sitting in front of Eon Lebanzan ain't going to have no magical remedy. It is you. So I just want to put that out there. And Coach Mack, thank you for your participation. Thank um, you. Have a great day. Thank you for, for sharing all that you have. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Find your heart and open up both your eyes. We can all know everything without ever knowing. Like you build model cars. Every once in a while, I go to a hobby store and build that. Do something that you used to do as a kid or wanted to do. Take tap dance lessons, something for you, so that you can give that experience to the world. God bless and have another fantastic week. It's in every one of us to You've been listening to The Gift. Join your host, Robert Pruitt, again next Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thank you again for spending part of your weekend with us.